Um, the times I have been able to come, I have to say it's been a blessing to be around people that not just want to serve God, but also are pretty much social people. I mean, you say you're not really social. Come on, man. I mean, you and I have great conversations, so don't, don't ever think that. Like, I, I, I find it awesome to be able to be in an environment where you can be comfortable to be yourself. Because um, as you know, like, from people that, like, actually got to know me, I, I definitely am, like, that, like, person that's just, like, out there. Like, not, like, in a vast, it's more just, like, I'm just, I just love to be able to, like, reach people out and get to know them because, like, that's just my way of interacting with people to, you know, deal with what I deal with every day with, like, my job and university and judiciary. So to be able to connect and make a community with people. But it's already a community here. So it's like I didn't have to worry about that part because you guys are already a circle. So that's a blessing. Um, as a quick advice, I mean, well, first, let me first just thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's, like a, she's, like, literally, like, an old friend of mine who, like, did not have to bring me in, but she tried it many times, and I finally, like, you know, swallowed my pride and said, okay, I should make time to at least try this, to be in the part of this, you know, RUF group. And I would say that that was definitely not a mistake. That was definitely something. If I had to go back in time, I'd probably make the same decision again, to be able to come when I can to be a part of this community. Um, the quick advice I want to give is, is kind of like what I was talking about earlier about the fact that I try to be myself when it turns of, like, interacting with you guys. Do the same thing, like, not just here, but also outside of this room. Just be you. I mean, I mean I'm not going to say it does not matter that, you know, people, what they think of you, because sometimes it depends on, like, the situation. But in terms of, like, social life, in terms of, like, things that are not requiring, you know, something mandatory in terms of, like, how you have to act, be you. If you are yourself, you will definitely be much more happier in terms of, like, a job or some other activity that's pretty important because you're doing it because you want to do it rather than you forcing yourself to do it because you have to you know, think a certain way and act a certain way when you're at a job or some other important field. Um, the more you want to be yourself, the more confidence you build up, the more you might inspire people to do the same thing. It's a cycle. Like, that's the type of cycle we need It's inspiration on how to be yourself rather than the cycle of what we go through and what we see in the news, racism, classism, sexism, like all this stuff. We don't need to keep that going. We need a different type of cycle. And that cycle, again, is just being who you are being able to inspire people, to be able to make a difference in this world. I mean, whether it's like in the state or in the country, does not matter. It could be on one person. You're making a difference on someone. And so that one, that's the last thing I want to say is just make sure you know that when, you, when the Lord takes you away, you know that before he takes you away, you impacted somebody else. And it's not just about how you, you know, went through life just for your happiness. You can find a way to make time, as I try to make time, to impact people to give themselves happiness, to be able to build upon what they want to do, and just be able to be that person that just gives them the push. But after that, they can just, like a, be an eagle, they can just fly away and figure it out. You motivated me. Thank you. <laughs> so, thank you for allowing me to be here. So, unfortunately, I got to keep moving, but thank you. So, I'll uh, go next, Chris. Uh, so, um, what Chris was referring to uh, two years ago, um, I was here for the summer, and uh, Chris and I were having dinner at uh, the Bus Boys and Poets restaurant, and, um, and my stutter was just 
awful uh, that night. It uh, took me around uh, three minutes uh, to say uh, what I wanted to order for dinner, um, but like uh, one of uh, the qualities uh, that I want to inspire in people, um, not only in your academic life, but in like you know your personal life as well, is that I uh, persevered, and even though uh, Chris wanted to. Uh, order my food for me, I uh, still managed uh, to get it out, um, but uh, the greatest blessing that God uh, has given me um, while I was attending the University of Maryland uh, wasn't the chance to get a master's degree in library science. Because the way that I see it is that, well, uh, you don't have to have a graduate degree in order to find employment. Sure, it helps helps to get better employment and helps to get better paid employment. But if you just have an undergraduate degree, I mean, you're going to be able to find a job. But like uh, the way that my speech was, job interviews were torture. Uh, <laughs> And, um, um, but uh, that fall, I uh, managed uh, to be, be a part of uh, uh, the most successful speech pathology program ever. So I hope that uh, Kiliana is very grateful to be a part of that program. It is, made a world of difference in my speech and I feel that um, when I went to my undergraduate um, I was also a part of a uh, Christian organization there but since, since I was dealing with my stutter on my own I was never able to connect with the people from that Christian organization, even though it was a much smaller school of 4,000 people that I've uh, connected with like, some of the people here, like uh, Chris and uh, Andrew Parker and, uh, and, uh, and uh, the guys uh, from uh, the Guy Bible study and I, I uh, praise that all on my improved speech and on uh, God's uh, faithfulness. And so um, one of uh, the things that I would like to impart on to you is that uh, when I was growing up, my stutter would always uh, hold me back. Um, and uh, in terms of uh, social stuff, I was never much for uh, socialization. I don't, I don't think it was because I was an introvert. I think it was more because of my disability. And I, uh, 
and I don't want to make a mistake here, but I uh, don't think that any of you uh, have a communication disability, so that like uh, shouldn't hold you back um, when it comes to reaching out to people, and uh, when it comes like uh, not only like like uh, going to IUF events, and, um, but you still go to Maryland. I mean. Uh, this year, I managed to go to five football games. Say, hey, go to the sports games. I mean, enjoy yourself. Um, uh, go to more of like uh, the extracurricular activities. Uh, uh, you'll be glad uh, uh, that you did. So I'm going to try to follow that up. I don't know how, because Ryan, you inspire me. Um, when you sang at that ca that, the cafe thing that we had, like that blessed my heart in so many ways. And so I just want to say thank you so much. And I appreciate you. Um, RUF has been such a tremendous blessing to me, and I didn't expect for it, to be honestly. Like, when I first got to campus, um, I remember I was feeling heavy, and I was feeling like God was just like, cause the people who I was hanging around with, he was just like, nah, don't hang around these people, and I was just like, okay, what am I gonna do? Not necessarily with about that situation, but it was just kind of, I was heavy laden, and I remember I was walking to my door, it was like my dorm, and it was nighttime, and I look over and I see these people, and there's fire and there's s'mores, and I'm thinking to myself, hmm, these people look like Christians. <laughs> so I saw Chris, and I talked to Chris, and he was just like, go ahead, let me pray for you. And I was just like, okay. So he prayed for me, and I went to Iowa maybe a couple of times after that. But then some guy talked to, tried to talk to me, and it was really creepy, and it was at night, and I was a freshman, and I was like, nah. <laughs> I'll go to a crew small group, because it's in my community. All I got to do is walk outside of my door, and I'm there. <laughs> but um, I also tried another group um, on campus, too. And it was weird, because that summer, I was in the car, and I was, we were either driving to or from South Carolina. And I remember deep in my heart, and I'm not one to be like, God said stuff, and all right, I like stuff. I'm not. And, but I'm... I, I know that God was just like, you need to be a part of RUF. That's something I know. He's like, it's like you need to be a part of RUF. And I thought, oh, I'm supposed to help them out because I remember I would go to worship and everybody would just kind of be standing still <laughs> looking at the slides. And I was just like, oh no, come on. More than that, can you just blink? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But, um, but like only Chris would be the one just being, like just moving a little bit or something. <laughs> but um, um, but that was my freshman year and everything. But like that summer, I remember I said, okay, I'm gonna join RUF. I had no idea the blessing that RUF was going to be on my life. I thought I was gonna be the one to be a blessing to them in my pride. Um, but RUF has been more of a blessing to me than I could have ever been. Like going to like fall conference and hanging out in the woods, getting my hands dirty, which is something I would never done. <laughs> never. <laughs> um, through camp, I made another family, um, Camp with Anna, and I would not have, I wouldn't 
have met with Anna had it not been for this organization, which is just the, one of the biggest blessings ever. Like being here and being at Wabana has literally changed my life completely. Um, meeting such fabulous, fabulous people. And I would go through each and every one of you by name, but you would all hate me afterward. So I'm not gonna do that. Um, it's just, it's been such, like, I being, choosing to be in RUF has been the best decision I've made in college, hands down. And I guess my biggest advice would be, even if you decide for whatever reason that you're not gonna be a part of RUF, for whatever reason, be connected to some ministry because it is so important for you to be in fellowship with people your age who are seeking Christ. And that's something that I missed a lot when um, my dad was pastoring. We didn't have a lot of people my age. It was a lot of the older people. And that was something that I missed a lot that I got here. And I'm grateful for that. Um, continue to love. Continue to love each other. Continue to love people. And more importantly, love God, you know, and keep him first. And those are all given. I'm preaching to the choir, essentially. Um, but, yeah, a couple people I do want to reach out to, though. Kathleen, you told me that, you know, whenever you saw me in the hallway, like, you were encouraged. Mutual. It was so mutual. Like, I remember I would be rushing down the hallway, and I remember there was one time where I had double booked something. I was like, I saw you one time, I was just like, pray for me. <laughs> and then I booked it <laughs> to where I had to go. And then she texted me back, just make sure I was okay, and then you invited me to 251. And I was just like, I love this girl. And... When I see you, sometimes I just give me a hug or a kiss on the cheek and it just let me know God loves me and that I'm going to be all right and that I'm going to make it. And that meant the world to me. And I don't know if you really knew how much that meant to me, but I want to say thank you. And the same to you, Jonah. Like I'll sit down with you and we'll have our nice little long chit chats and stuff about the Lord. And um, it was so refreshing to have you and Kathleen and Dana just to be able to see y'all face, see your faces in the school of music just meant so much to me. And Kimmy, like, girl, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love being able to talk to you and spend time with you. And I know that you genuinely care about me and you genuinely love me and I love you. And I know that you're gonna be an awesome teacher and that you're gonna do great things. Ah, uh, not gonna go. Kariana. <laughs> I'm so happy that you came to RUF and that um, you befriended me and you're just, you're such a sweet person and you're so quirky and <laughs> you trip over yourself and you laugh and it's great, but you also, you love Jesus and you really are concerned about pleasing him and I can see that in your life and you're so passionate about speech pathology and you correct me all the time and you know sorry it's okay like it's like you almost put a scope down my neck and see what's going on down there but you know sorry but i love you and you're great and justin also i love you and i appreciate your courage and you coming and just putting yourself out there having conversations with me like hey ashley how are you doing today and just talking to me and making cool comments on my facebook post i really appreciate <laughs> and lydia you're one of the first people i actually met coming to ruf as well and i just want to say thank you also like what everyone else has said for being so loving and so genuine um and 
for really caring about people and having a heart for the broken. You know, like a lot of people don't have that sincerity and that passion and you do and so that's a gift and that's something to be treasured and so thank you for that and if I didn't call your name that doesn't mean I have a lot to say about you but we have to move on because I told you all going to hate me but I love you all God bless so my freshman year I I was a homeschooler and I decided to come to Maryland some reason unknown to mankind. Well, I really didn't want to be here. But I just remember my uh, my parents dropped me off and I was like sobbing upstairs in my bedroom because I just graduated high school and apparently that was the thing to do. And I walked downstairs and literally like it just started pouring. And so I ran out underneath this random tent with these random people and it was RUF. And oh, sat there and talked to Christine Logan louder for like an hour. And I just know beyond a shadow of a doubt that like that was 100% God um, because I I know even if I haven't been around quite as much this year I wouldn't have made it through Maryland without RUF and without all of you guys and I'm so thankful. All right, I just remember last um, last summer I ended up doing full time ministry because of RUF. <laughs> and I, I call I basically for the first time in my life really texted Chris or because I, I was never like close to my pastors or anything growing up and texted Chris and was like I just I just need you to help me and he was there in a second you were there in a second and that meant so much and that was just having a spiritual mentor that was invested in my life and knew me and knew what I was capable of even if I didn't think it was I, I can't I can't describe to you how big of an impact that made. And Anna Catherine, oh my goodness, oh. I love you so much. Um, even if I went to Alabama. Even if she went to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> having somebody that understands SEC football. <laughs> so beautiful. But seriously, I love you so much. And oh my goodness, there's just every single person in this room, I could say something that you've done. It's so special. And I love you all so much. Best it up all the time. I know. <laughs> I love this one a lot. Um, to me and Kathleen and Kendall and Dana getting to live with you guys has been such a blessing. And having all of the girls over for for Bible study every week, I can't like it's so special. Even if I wasn't able to be there every year because I was a crazy senior, like I, I just I'm so thankful to have each and every one of you in my life. And um, Ashley told me to pick a Bible verse and run with it. She's always right. Um, so when I when I first got here, I wrote on my wall, Colossians 3, 23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as if serving God and not men. And if I could leave you with one thing, it's that, and that nothing that you do is insignificant and no person that you reach out to doesn't matter. And everything that you do, anything that is worth doing is worth doing well because the reality is if, if it's in front of you, God's put it there. And I'm so thankful that God put RUF literally in front of me, like in my way, <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> and I'm so thankful for all of you, and I love you so much. And I just, I wish I could talk about every one of me you. Too. Ryan putting up with me his entire freshman year, just dragging him around, and swing dancing with Jonah, and the whole music team, you're such a blessing, and just everyone, again, I'm sorry, yeah. I, I can't talk about everyone, but I love you all so much. I'll, I'll so talk thankful. to y'all afterwards. <laughs> I'm so thankful for you guys. Hi, I'm so 
Michael Leblanc's uh, ARIA for four years. Uh, I've been a freshman year. I was kind of burnt out of like Christian group stopping. <laughs> and I just was like, I need to pick a group and realize that I was making ARIA priority and I really liked how you really appreciate it and how much you really care about it. And that was a big factor for me sticking around. Um, I also just want to thank every one of you guys um, for really uh, being community. Um, that's been just like the best part of our UF. And that's, that's the main reason like that like I, I stuck around was for the community. It's so much easier um, being at such a big school like this. Um, that's not, that's so secular when you have a group of people who can uh, relate to you in that, in that struggle um, and who can encourage you to follow the faith. Um, so I guess that's, that would be like my main encouragement to all of you is to just continue with, be intentional with those relationships and building relationships within the Christian community, whether that's with RUF or with the church or with another group, just be intentional with it because it's, it's worth it. favorite bands, the Goo Goo Dolls, and one of their albums is called The Gutter Flower, um, and it's based off of a Neruda poem that just means if you are, often we just ignore kind of the, the part that may not be as like rich or even necessarily beautiful, but it's very humble and just, you know, see it. Um, so that's kind of how I felt with like coming into the university. My family, honestly, had some kind of twisted morals about life. They were always like, oh, if you do this and that, or if they have money, or if this person is just in a very wealthy area, you know, this is how it's gonna be. You're going to be accepted by them, and everything's gonna go smooth. And I learned that that's not, that's not how life works, first of all. Um, what I like about RUF is that people here never bragged about how wealthy they were, or um, how important they were. They were just so humble. Um, especially like, you know, went to Chris's house and we have dinner for us with guys at night and uh, we read the Bible and even just talk about our lives in general. Um, we did some mission trips, which were very, very uh, nice to go on. Um, they didn't really, you know, have a lot of like those types of fundraising to do either. Um, so definitely the first two years of school, I honestly did not like. Uh, because I realized I don't, I'm so glad people like Ashton are RAs because I just could not deal with those kind of communities. Um, <laughs> that's probably why I just live two miles from university. Um, but the one I did my first two years is I was very obsessed with Greek life because they had money, they had all these nice parties and stuff, and I quickly just hated it and I got tired of it. Uh, and I definitely did a big life transformation and focused a lot on, especially the New York trip um, in spring 14, and then the St. Louis one the following year, and of course Chattanooga after graduation. Um, and I guess the advice I have for you all is don't expect anything, and don't, and I, if you guys are familiar with what trophy syndrome is, 
it's where you're always expecting that you'll get something, and often you kind of like put other people down to make yourselves slightly more important. Uh, and I learned that with the song The Big Machine because there's a line that says, you're all or not, I don't need what you ain't got. So that's kind of how I feel um, being with all you is you guys don't have, you know, certain things, but you guys are very like humble and stuff and you're friendly and you're open and nice. That's all I need. Um, and I guess the advice to the academic part of this is, um, I've gotten rejected from so many things, so University Senate, Senate Judiciary Committee, um, Federal Semester, uh, a couple other things. But then I realized there were other things I got into, like alternative breaks and Beyond the Classroom and Writer's House. And honestly, the other stuff I got rejected from that's not important because they didn't want me, and that's fine, I love them, but obviously someone else saw something so, and I was so glad. for five years um, and for the first two I thought that I was going to be going to the University of Maryland like after like two years that is not what happened like at all like this is six years later and I'm like I don't know I might go to like University of Missouri and St. Louis I don't know anyways that's not really the point um the point is um last fall um I had a conversation with someone in this room where they like asked me like well, where they said like, oh, you went to community college, like, it's always amazed me that you were able to uh, come to RUF, like, even though you don't, like, have roots in RUF. Um, and so, um, that really hit me, like, a very, very strong wave in the wrong direction. Like, there was, like, some stuff that um, hit me before that, but, uh, so that was the that was the real kicker that like threw me away. Um, so basically, like when everyone that was coming into this room um, came in, I had been dating a drummer, um, and I revolved my life around him. It was really dumb. Don't do it, guys. All right, if you're dating someone, you're dating someone. They are not your life. All right. That's the first bit of advice I'm going to give you. Right. <laughs> okay, but basically, like, it meant that, like, I would spend my time, like, talking to Zalika or, like, talking to one of my other friends about, like, how he wasn't calling me or how he wasn't texting me. Like, it was bad. Um, but basically, it meant that, like, I didn't have my roots in RUF. And in that conversation, like, I just realized, like, how badly I did not have my roots in RUF and, like, how, like, I had like this very basic like mindset of like when I first meet a person like either they like me or they don't like me um, and they only fit into two categories like the some some people who didn't like me or I didn't think that they liked me when I first met them ended up liking me like I had no idea why Presley came across like I was doing homework when Presley came up to me. And he just sat across the table from me, and he was like, hey, can I sit here? And he just started talking to me, distracting me from my homework. I'm so glad that you did, but I'm still, like, pretending that I'm angry. Um, <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I mean, that's like how it worked for me, like for the last like few years, like I, I had this very basic like input output, like either people like me or they don't. Um, and like with the help of Presley and like some other people, um, that thought was challenged, so it's really good. Really very, I don't like her when I first met her. Um, <laughs> but that's entirely different. I was kind of a jerk, you guys. This is six years ago, but yeah, I was kind of a jerk. Um, but like, really good. Anna Catherine, like, a lot of people in this room, like, have, have just told me grow. Like, you know, because when I was a kid, um, I grew up with this girl, Amanda. Um, and like, my friendship with Amanda was just always there. Like literally always there, and I didn't really understand like how friendships work, like how like when you invest small amounts of time over a period of time, it ends up like creating like this like friendship tree, if you will, you know, like um and just like like I didn't see the roots like with Amanda, like and she was like my best friend. Um, anyways, so I didn't really understand that you have to like input time and input like love to get like this like community, you know? So so over the years, like I kind of stepped out of RUF like whenever I felt like it. Um, and so um, I started getting more involved with my church. Um, and in my involvement in my church, I realized that like small investments of time over time just create like this like beautiful friendship that just cannot be compared, you know, like with anything else. Um, like Anna Catherine, like she invested time with me like over like the last two years, and like I just I've grown like so much from our friendship. Like seriously, like this girl. When we first met together, she didn't know whether or not I liked her. Like, she did not. Like, but she stuck around. And she didn't give up on me, you guys. Like, don't give up on the people that you think don't like you. Like, they probably like you, but they just don't know how to show it, you know? Like, don't give up. Love people. Know that there's more. Know that there's reasons why they act the way that they do. And love them. Well, you guys, and uh, Justin, huh? It's super here. It's wrapped in superhero paper. Um, and I didn't know you were coming, but this is for you. And I wrote something in there. But I, I'm sorry I didn't wrap it. But uh, this is a book called This Is Awkward, and it's by Sammy Rhodes, who's a campus minister in South Carolina. It, it is an excellent book. Everyone in RUF around the country is reading this like book. Everybody. So I typically, I typically give you a book on vocation and calling, okay? But not this year, because this book it really gets at the center of the gospel and, and idolatry issues, but it talks about vulnerability. Vulnerable and so I, I just I think you'll be encouraged by it so I want to pray for them I know we've got a cake back here I, I think our time what, is there, is there okay, okay but no we're not but we haven't we haven't talked to Anna Catherine yet okay, okay.
Sure. Go for it. Hey, Chris. So, okay. So I called Chris on Sunday, on Mother's Day, and interrupted his time with his, his loving family. And I called him, and I was like, yo, Chris. And he was like, yo, you have, you have many things. I kind of with my family. I was like, well, I need to talk to you. And he was like, okay. So, and so I told him that, you know, my, my mom and dad, they really appreciate him, yada, yada, yada. And we want to have dinner with him or lunch, but we can't do it at all until August 22nd. <laughs> Well, I said, no, I said, we need to do it in August and have to like a Monday. And he said, well, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, you didn't have anything planned. But he was like, oh, I don't know. I could do it that week. And I was like, no, we can't because it's my parents' anniversary weekend, which it actually is. Um, and so the reason why we did that was, no, my parents, they, they like you and all, but they don't. That, that's not the dinner's not happening. That's so not, I hope that wasn't real. That wasn't real. Oh, gosh. That wasn't real. So Jimmy texted us and said, "So what are we gonna do for Chris?" And this is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's an envelope. It's a card. Um, Walmart card. Uh, oh my goodness! I see. I see. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so I'm going to see the Nats and the Orioles uh, on August 22nd. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. I'll read this later. I'll read this later. We're going to give you a little picture. Thank you. Thank you. I'm hugging. I'll hug you guys. <laughs> that, that was no problem. Um, I know our time, our time, but I wanted to just uh, maybe if a couple of people could pray, get, get one volunteer, maybe just pray for our seniors, and then Anna Catherine. We want to get Anna Catherine up here because this is her uh, last time too. I don't know whether or not to do cake in between or or uh, or just have Anna Catherine come up and then we'll do cake. So I think we're good till nine thirty. Yeah. Okay. Um, so can somebody would somebody like to pray and then I'll I'll close too. thank you that you know the plans um, of our lives and I thank you for intersecting all of these people here at the University of Maryland with with us and um, in RUF and, and the friendships and fellowships that we have thank you that you are behind and before them and Lord would you continue to open doors would, can, would you continue to grow them in, in love of you and one another and, and, and when they go out from here, Father, and the different jobs and schoolings and uh, work situations. And Father, we just, we just pray that you would encourage them and bless them and make your face to shine upon them um, and be gracious unto them. And so, Lord, we thank you that that's the kind of God you are. Uh, and we just give you praise. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Right. Okay. So, we have a
have until 10. Oh, we do? I just checked the reservation. All right, so let's let's have cake, and then we're gonna we're gonna um, encourage Anna Catherine. Okay. So um, if anybody is especially a good cake cutter, so I would appreciate if they would cut the cake. No. Give it. I can't see.